You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. What can I say? Happy Monday to you. I hope you had a tremendous weekend. I hope you had a good Monday. I'm going to be hanging out here with you regardless for the next four hours. I'm going to have me a good old time. This is when I get started, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm here weeknights only. Don't look for me on the weekend. Don't. Anyway, it's been a busy weekend. There's a lot to discuss. Time flies. How about that? Major League Baseball has its new rules. Everybody's trying to speed the game up. Uh, People, we had a game end basically on a what felt like a shot clock violation on Saturday with the Braves. We'll get into the new MLB rules and, and how they look so far. We knew the rules were coming, but damn it, now they're here. LeBron James is a, he's not a broken man. He's, he's a hurt man right now. We just learned LeBron, he suffered a foot injury. Right before we went on air, I saw LaMelo Ball he tried to cross somebody over. LaMelo Ball broke his own ankle. I'm not joking. He he fractured his own ankle on a damn crossover. Russell Wilson, nobody likes him. I feel like every day there's a new article about how much of a, I don't know, a separatist. Is that the right word? He's a separatist. Got his own office. He ain't necessarily hanging out in the locker room, but he has his own office. Good for him. Not anymore with Sean Payton. We saw Damian Lillard last night. The man decided to launch 71 points. Uh, Poor man gets not as much attention or respect as he deserves. I could say the same thing for someone who's currently averaging a triple-double in Nikola Jokic. Russell Wilson is now playing with the Clippers, played against the Nuggets last night. Atlanta Hawks down here in Atlanta. We had an introductory press conference with the new coach. Quinn Snyder is here. The Bears are reportedly ready to trade away their their number one overall pick. It's just, it's a busy time. There's a lot to recap here this Monday, February 27th. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard, and I'm glad that you're here. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. We got a phone number. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also find me. I'm online, all social media, at JR Sport Brief. And if you follow me, you'll already know what we're going to discuss tonight because I just I just shared it online. So go ahead and most certainly take a look. I, I got to start here. Before I do that, hey, Shep, you doing good, man? You have a good Monday? Yeah, always good to be with you, man. I had a good Monday. How are you, sir? And I'm, good. I'm sorry about the loss of Nate McMillan. Let's hope that Quinn Snyder has half his success. The loss? We ain't talking about – we'll get to that guy later. <laughs> Why are you saying sorry? What happened? Oh, you know, he only made it to game six of the Eastern Conference Finals, the furthest you've ever been since Paul Seymour coached the team. But, you know, other than that, he did okay. Oh, you talking about before they were even here in Atlanta? When they were in St. Louis. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll talk about that later on. This is the most pressing thing. Like, right before we came on air, I'm, I'm watching LaMelo Ball. I don't even what, what bum ass team is he playing against? The oh okay there you go the Pistons. 
I'm watching this clip. LaMelo Ball is trying to cross over some sorry Pistons player. I don't know who it is. doesn't matter. And LaMelo, LaMelo Ball goes down onto his ass and is grabbing his ankle and walks off and says, I heard it pop. I heard it pop. He has a fracture in his right ankle. This man might as well be done. He's cooked for the season. I feel like we haven't seen him play this season. It's like every time I look, the mellow ball is is hurt. The Hornets can't develop anything. Uh, 23 points, six rebounds, eight and a half assists. He's doing this. Uh, great. His shooting percentage is crap, 40% from the field, 36% from downtown. 19 games they've won this season, the Charlotte Hornets. And, uh, yeah, 21 years old. And, and between him and his brother, Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball, they, they don't know why this man has pain in his knee. We haven't seen Lonzo since January of last year. Uh, the Bulls are a complete disaster. I believe they would be an improved squad if he was out there, maybe a little bit more of a threat. Maybe not a championship contender, but they'd be better than the mediocre nonsense they are now. And so all the best to uh, LaMelo Ball. He's one of the most exciting players in the NBA. He just cannot stay healthy. I don't know what's in the ball blood or genes. I know their dad is a reformed loudmouth. Is he, Shep, is he, is he a reformed loudmouth or would you still say he is? I say he's still a loudmouth. Just not a lot of people want to hear from him anymore. Okay. Well, outside of their dad being a loudmouth, uh, these balls, pardon me, this is not intentional. The balls can't stay healthy. Between the two brothers, they cannot stay healthy. Uh, good luck to both of them. They are exciting NBA players in, in their own regards in, in two different ways. And, and speaking of I heard it pop, I heard it pop, LaMelo Ball just said that. He heard, a, he heard his ankle break, which is nuts. I'm watching this basketball game on on Sunday afternoon. LeBron James and and the Lakers, they're down in Dallas last night. And I'm saying to myself, LeBron goes to the basket, goes for a layup, doesn't want to land on his, his ankle or his foot. He comes down. LeBron James is on his back. And he's saying, I heard it pop. The camera is zoomed in on his damn face. LeBron James says, I heard it. Pop, LeBron James scored 26 points last night. He scored 11 of those points in the, the, towards the end of the game. The man looked invincible. He got up off the ground. He walked it off. That's a hell of a lot of adrenaline. And LeBron James just kept on playing and helped them come back from a 26-27 point deficit. And the Lakers are trying to inch towards the playoffs. And we learn about three hours ago, maybe two. LeBron James is out an indefinite period. He has a foot injury. It hasn't been said what that foot injury is. The Lakers are just trying to get to 500. They're trying to get into the play-in at minimum. They're 29 and 32. They've been five and nine this season with no LeBron James. And now we learn he, he going to be out. The Lakers take on Memphis tomorrow. LeBron James is is getting his second and third opinions about his actual diagnosis. And we don't know how long he'll be gone. 
I don't know how he played the game last night. Scored a bunch of points. But then after he got out of the game and I guess the adrenaline wore off, he was limping around. LeBron spoke to the media afterwards. This is what he had to say about his damn right foot. It's been better, uh, that's for sure. But um, definitely wasn't uh, going to go to the locker room and not finish the game out tonight. Um, just, you know, understood the importance of the game and then the momentum that we had. I felt like we could, you know, steal one after being down. But um, we monitor the next couple of days, see how it feels and go from there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we know how it feels. It feels so damn bad that you can't play on it. It feels so damn bad that we might not see LeBron James here to end the season. And, and what, what would I want from the Lakers at this point? Why wouldn't you want to see LeBron and the Lakers in the postseason? It's, it's entertainment. Whether you love the guy, hate the guy, love the Lakers, hate the Lakers. You could be a fan of the Boston Celtics, who just lost to the New York Knicks. Uh, Tatum got ejected. Brown didn't play due to personal reasons. You could feel any way, but the Lakers in the postseason, LeBron, it's, it's good for business. It's good for entertainment. And we're entering into another year where we might not get that. They got all these new players and Rui Hachimura and, and Jared Vanderbilt did an amazing thing yesterday, grabbing a million rebounds. Uh, Anthony Davis is still there. Yeah, he, he's about as reliable as that, that rubber band holding, uh, I don't know, your bumper together. He, he's not reliable. And now we just have to hope that the Los Angeles Lakers can, can stay afloat. I'm not going to speculate on how long LeBron will be out, but I mean, damn. He only got about 20 games left. What, what, what are we supposed to think? He's, he's just going to come back and, and be invincible? I was shocked he played yesterday after that. I hope the Lakers can stay afloat. And I got to look at Anthony Davis. D'Angelo Russell didn't play yesterday because of his own damn ankle and if feet, ankles, and I, I don't know what's going on with these dudes. People talk about load management. What, what are they just, just built different? Do we need more of these dudes in hot tops? I get it. LeBron James is 38 years old. He going to break down. He has. He's not out here playing 70 and 80 games anymore. Them days are over. But some of these younger guys? LaMelo Ball breaking his own ankle in a crossover? Matter of fact, this is we have the audio from just about an hour ago. This is LaMelo Ball. His season is done. This is on Bleach Report. Hello there. Behind the back, finds the ball, and when he plants that right leg, it just gives way. Twisting himself into the ground. No contact. Yeah. Like that ball's down clearly in pain, and he's already gone back to the locker room. Like that right leg. Just... Yeah, that sounds like my friends at uh, Valley Sports uh, Southeast here. Uh, LaMelo Ball, man, had six three-pointers before breaking his right ankle in the third quarter. Ultimately, the Hornets won the game against the Pistons, 117-106. to And that sounds about right because that's, that's what the Pistons do. They lose. It's, it's sad. It's sad. Le, his other ankle kept him out 36 games. You know, you always hear about people uh, breaking ankles and, and crossovers, but it's, it's typically about the opposition. 
you don't hear about ankle breakers or somebody doing a crossover and actually breaking your own ankle. I've never seen that in my life. Shep, have you have you seen that before? I, I have not, Jared. The, the one question I have for you is, it was very clear. LeBron uttered multiple times, I heard it pop. Why would you as a head coach in Darvin Ham have then said player remain in the game knowing he can only exacerbate it in year 20 with the amount of minutes he has logged throughout his career? Well, I think you, you, you trust him. I think you trust him to know and understand his body. I mean, he, he may say, I heard it pop, but the way that he continued to play, you don't know. You, you have to trust him in, in that regard. Like, he's not a doctor. I wouldn't put it on Darvin Ham. If anything, I would take a look at the training staff. I'm, look, I'm not a, not a podiatrist, not a footologist, not an ankleologist. They're the ones who make that decision. I know it's not the NFL. This isn't going into, a, you know, concussion protocol. You, you trust LeBron James that he, A, knows his body. And then more importantly, I'm going to trust the training staff. Man, I get up and walk around all day out the bed, and I walk to the kitchen, and I walk to my car, and I get out the car. Shep, my body snap, crackles, and pops all day. Okay. My whole joints have conversations with each other. And I have to make a determination. I go, am I okay to do this? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Just, just not five years old anymore. My body does a few different things. That's, so that's fair. That's fair, Jr. But, but you, you, you've said this many times. The player's never gonna say, you know, coach. Yeah, sit me out. I'm, I'm thinking about the next 10, 15 games, especially that's, when it's a nationally televised game. When he's going against a guy who many people consider not athletically, but at least from a skill size perspective, and Luka Doncic to be his heir apparent. That's when somebody outside of LeBron James has to say, you're only going to make this a lot worse for yourself. We're, we're on the outside looking in. We can't afford to lose you for weeks at a time. And JR, like you said, that's exactly what's now going to happen because he played on it. Not, that's not necessarily true. We don't know that. We don't know that. We don't know the extent of his injury, so I'm not going to speculate on that. Uh, we don't know if he exacerbated it. He could have finished yesterday's game and sat out tomorrow and be gone Two weeks. LeBron James could have injured himself and immediately walked off and been gone two weeks. So we don't we don't know that. Blame the training staff. That's not the coach's job. Fair enough. He can go out there and make a calculated uh, you know, a risk. Everything is a risk. But I'm not gonna blame Darvin Ham. I'm not gonna blame LeBron. It's up to the staff. He was well enough to go play on it. Um, we don't know if he screwed it up. We'll find out at some point over the next couple of days. I'm sure the world will get an alert that says, oh, my God, LeBron James out the rest of the season. Oh, LeBron James out two weeks. We don't know if he has a fracture. We don't know if he sprained something. We we don't know. I don't – well, I, I, I've never played basketball on a fractured foot. I saw a guy fracture his ankle tonight, and his ass had to walk off. And LeBron James has been battling this foot issue. Let's remember, this has been for weeks now. It feels like for more than that, like a month. He broke Kareem's record and basically sat down and, and missed a bunch of games. He, he went into the All-Star game, ran up and down the court. I would think for a dude who's been doing this for 20 years, if he wasn't able to go, he would sit down. He knows how important it is to get into the postseason. 
I think that's one of the reasons he continued on yesterday. They were on their way to a comeback, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blame the head coach for putting him back out there. If anything, I'm gonna blame the damn uh, training staff. These dudes, man, put on put on some high tops. I know the low tops are are fashionable. I guess they're comfortable. I don't wear them. You see me outside. I'm wearing uh, Nike blazers, but I ain't playing no damn basketball. Hey, good luck to LeBron James. We want to see this man healthy. We want to see LeBron James back. I, we want to see the Los Angeles Lakers either win or lose or or be smacked around. They're, they're a great story. And, and LeBron is he's a great player to watch, and it's it's cool to see what else he can do, kind of just to continue to build up his, his legacy. He ain't going to last forever, and some of these injuries is certainly uh, proof of it. And good luck to LaMelo Ball, too. The first NBA player to break his own ankle on a crossover. It's a damn shame. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. LeBron James, we hope he's not done for the season. Uh, LaMelo Ball, his season was over from the first tip of the, the Hornets year. I'm going to tell you about somebody who is looking for a new job, though. Plays in the NFL. He got cut today. You're not going to be shocked at who it is. I'll tell you. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. Just getting started. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. I'm going to tell you what NFL player got the boot today. He's going to be looking for a new team. He could find one tomorrow if he, well, if somebody wanted him. I'll tell you about that momentarily. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. A couple of things have taken place in the NBA over the past couple of hours. We learned that LaMelo Ball, a 21-year-old, looks like he's going to be a superstar, has superstar talent. Charlotte Hornets, he's taking on the Pistons. He was lighting it up from downtown. He performed a crossover outside the three-point line, and then he fell to the ground. He fractured his own ankle on a crossover. I have never seen that in my life. We talk about ankles being broken, typically the defender. We see people fall down all the time from crossovers. He crossed over and hurt himself. We ain't seeing LaMelo back the rest of the season for what? Fractured ankle? He's done. LeBron James, we found out A couple of hours ago, LeBron is out indefinitely. We don't know the extent of his foot injury. He launched off of his foot, tried to complete a layup yesterday against the Mavs, falls to the ground, says, I heard it pop, I heard it pop. He continued to play, helped the Lakers win, limped out of the arena, and now LeBron is out indefinitely. 
There's something with the ball family. One got busted knees. The other one, his ankles suck. Uh, LeBron James is just 38 years old. And when he does play, my, damn, he's, he's still one of the best players in the league. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Chris is here from Virginia. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show here on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Chris? Hey, how you doing, JR? Um, I'm doing uh, man, I, I, I just totally agree with, with like, your attitude toward, towards this stuff. It's like, you know, I was just playing at L.A. Fitness, and I was talking about this stuff with, with some guys playing basketball with the low management and stuff, and I just I, I was, I'm like, man, I'm so tired of the injuries and the, the lack of superstars that are on the court. And, you know, I, like you said, I mean, that was hilarious talking about how you said you never saw a guy do a crossover or, or break his all ankles. That's, that's completely hilarious, JR. But, like, it's just – I don't know, man. It's just ridiculous that, you know, first of all, that they're doing the load management so much. And it's also ridiculous the type of injuries that we're seeing now in the NBA. And it's, it's no comparison. I know people like to compare – the 90s NBA and then, you know, in the early 2000s to now. But in, in that way, and in my opinion, there's just no comparison. You know, it's a much softer league. I don't know if guys are have, have low bone density or what's going on, but, like, it's just ridiculous the, the type of injuries that we're seeing now, you know. Yeah, I, I have no idea. And, I mean, for as many studies have been done about such and the NBA says it does, and they do, all these scientific sur- surveys – they yeah, it's, they they play they play the same amount of games in a more spread out way. We know the season now starts about two and a half weeks earlier. Um, they're not they play less back to backs. I, I I don't know, man. It's the the injuries and the type of injuries are, are these things that were just being swept under the rug. I, I I believe we also have to pay attention to the fact these dudes are bigger, faster stronger they they seem to move around at a, at a they definitely move around at a different rate and speed than what mm-hmm. we were used to and i, I think these yeah. are some of the issues when it comes to these injuries I, what i what i think needs to take place and thank you chris for calling from virginia what i believe needs to take place is for them to reduce the amount of games from 82 do i think it's going to happen hell no not anytime soon. Nobody wants to close doors. Nobody wants to shutter doors. No one wants less revenue from the gate. Nobody wants less revenue from television. The players don't want to make less money. And so I don't foresee it happening. Not everybody plays anymore, though. And I, there's plenty of bums, and pardon the phrase, let me, look, regular NBA players, not bums, my bad. The regular guys will play. But the stars, we don't see them play at the same rate. Like, we got to factor in days off. I'm, I'm watching the, the Clippers game last night, and I'm, I'm over here in the background, and I'm like, what are they talking about? Oh, Kawhi Leonard is off a minutes restriction. Okay. He didn't want to play, and, and San Antonio didn't trust the medical staff, got traded, and hurt some more. I, when Kawhi, when I see him playing in the Clippers uniform, I'm going, wow, what a gift from God this is. Not expecting him to do anything. They need to lower the amount of games. As much as I hate to say it or see it, 
Uh, it's not going to happen no time soon, though. Daniel is calling from Alabama. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. How are you doing today? Good. Go ahead. Hey, and these guys breaking their ankles and their knees and stuff. Hey, I'm going to tell you, it's, it's the shoes. It's the shoes, man. I mean, I, I watch them on TV, and they've got these all these crazy colors on, and the shoes, they low cut. And nowadays, you know, they just throwing these shoes together and no support in them at all. No support. I mean, it's not like they used to be back in the old days when they had the Air Force Ones and the, those uh, Converse, Dr. J's and all of them. Those that had support in them. But uh, nowadays, they, they just throw them together. And then they're wearing those low cuts. I think yeah, all, of, all of them should be wearing them high tops because the, the ankles. Ankles are very brittle these days. Okay. I mean, ankles are brittle. Daniel, have you have you wore a pair of of, of John Morant's or Kyrie's or Lucas recently? No, I wouldn't dare buy them. So how do you how do you know that they don't they they not sturdy or have support? You can look at them and tell. Look at look at the injuries. Everybody's got everybody. No, no, no. I didn't. We I can go and look down a list of injuries. Unfortunately, I know them. You can't tell me the type of support by looking at a shoe, Daniel. Come on now, stop it. Nike. We can let's let's look at a uh, look at Zion. I believe the shoe that he burst out of in college. It was Shep. Was it a Adidas shoe he burst out of? I'm pretty sure it was. Yes. I think it was an Adidas shoe that Zion burst out of in in school. And now he's he's a Jordan brand athlete. That I know for certain. Uh, Luca is a Jordan brand athlete. Russell Westbrook is a Jordan brand athlete. You think that these guys are getting $200 million deals. They're getting uh, sneaker contracts just about worth half as much. Some, some of these dudes, the sneaker contract is worth more than their original NBA contract. You don't think the shoe companies are taking the time to think about the construction of them? Yeah, I'm going to give Zion a shoe deal, but uh, I know he likes cheeseburgers and, and, and etouffee, but, you know, let's go ahead and uh, at least build his shoe strong. Or we let's give Luca a deal with Jordan and let's just put him in some moccasins out there. I mean, they take the time to build these shoes for basketball. They got labs and science for it. Is it the best thing for them to be running around in low tops? I don't know. What do I know? I don't play basketball at an NBA level. I'm amazed when I see high schoolers play. Uh, I, I, I mean, on Friday night, I was at Overtime Elite uh, watching some prospects, the Thompson Twins, and a whole bunch of other dudes. And they run around in low tops. When I played, my shoes typically came up to my ankles. I felt more, more safe that way. It's not like everybody's spraining their ankles, but just the rate of injuries, flat period, especially to stars, it seems like they're not there. I'm looking at Zion. Is Zion burst out of Nike shoe? Yes, sir. Okay. I'm looking at Zion right now. The Pelicans just beat the Orlando Magic, and I'm looking at Zion walking off the court, shaking hands, and he's just smiling. I'd be smiling, too, if I got paid a boatload of money to do absolutely nothing. Zion Williamson, we don't know when the hell he's going to play next, and he's just too damn big. Oh, matter of fact, he's shaking hands in a loss. The Magic won 101-93. to 
Yeah, I'd be smiling after a loss, too, if I could eat what I want in New Orleans, make a lot of money, and not do a damn thing. Sounds like heaven. Marco, does that sound like heaven? I, I think I pretty much try to do that every night. Eat what I want and do nothing. Sounds good. Oh, okay. Close. Yeah. I got some catching up to do, man. I need to, <laughs> I need to do half the job. I'm going to move myself to New Orleans, and I can eat what I want and do nothing, too. Marco, you and Zion, a modern-day inspiration. Well, I try, yeah. I, I try to let everybody know you can be a fat ass and be lazy just like me. It's great. Oh, yeah. Okay, Mr. Hardworking Ass Man. Anyway, it's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get some more of your calls, and we'll talk about somebody else who can't stay healthy, and that's why he doesn't have a job right now in the NFL. That and the turnovers. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Folks in sports, you got to appreciate greatness when you're listening. JR absolutely has one of the best radio voices in the industry. Appreciate it while we have it at this hour that we're available to listen. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Hey, the, the song that you hear in the background, it's appropriately called uh, Get Paid. Someone who got paid a lot of money and did not live up to his damn contract is Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, this man got the boot from the Washington Commanders today. They released him. They ain't paying him no money. They got him the hell up one out of there. Carson Wentz, uh, the fact that he's no longer going to be on the team He's going to save Washington $26 million on their salary cap for the upcoming season. And what the hell did they they miss out on last year? Nothing. He was running around with a broke finger, only played eight games. When they decided to put him back out there to give him a chance, he threw like three interceptions in a game and helped sink Washington's playoff chances. They're like, Heineke, you go back out there. And he's only there for one season. They just traded for the man from the the, the Indianapolis Colts. And so he went from the the Eagles to the Colts. He thought that he was going to refine his his future with Frank Reich. And that didn't happen. And this guy gets moved again. And now he's free to go wherever the hell he wants. It's crazy in the NFL how fast time can go. And so when people talk about, especially, particularly Lamar Jackson, oh, well, he needs to do this, or this was a mistake, or he needs to sign this, and he should have been here, or he should have done that. Nobody owes anybody a damn thing. Teams don't owe the players a thing. The players don't owe the teams a thing. You need to look out for yourself first. Carson Wentz got paid. That's all he was owed, and God bless him. He got released today. But about a year ago, this time, March last year, this is what Carson Wentz sounded like 
at his introductory press conference with the commanders. Listen to this. I want to thank the Snyders uh, for believing in me, uh, making the move, excited for it. Thank Coach Rivera, his family, um, this entire staff, um, just hearing in their voices um, since the trade. Um, the excitement around here and the buzz around here and um, just in this brief you know, time getting to know everybody in this building, I can see, I can see a vision. I can see a clear vision of, of uh, hopes and dreams and where we want to go. And so for me, that gets me, honestly, it gives me chills, gives me goosebumps, gets me excited. He was feeling goosebumps and excitement at this time last year, joining the Washington Commanders. What the hell is he feeling today? Is he feeling like a 30-year-old backup quarterback trying to figure out where his future is? Is he relieved to finally get this over with? Does he still feel slighted that the Eagles won a Super Bowl without him because he tore his ACL? And then from there with his ACL, it's Carson Wentz and his back. And if it's not his back, it's his, his finger. It's his brain. It's what, what? He's 30 years old. Carson Wentz is going to be a backup this year. Something that he's uh, been getting used to is he's spent plenty of time on the sideline. Maybe he goes down to Carolina and refines Frank Reich. Maybe Frank Reich says, hey, here is a, a contract. You will be the backup to I don't know. And uh, welcome to your new life. Carson Wentz has raked in approximately $128 million in his career. Ain't nothing to cry about. If you can have a second half resurgence, if you can stay healthy, good luck to you. We saw Geno Smith disappear as a backup forever and most improved this. He's in line for a new contract now. Is that what's next for Carson Wentz? I'm not so sure. Welcome to Backup City. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt in the locker room. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. It's a cold world out here, folks. Get it when you can. Jerry is calling from Jacksonville. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's on your mind, Jerry? Good evening. I wanted to talk a little bit about basketball. Uh, the thing I think that would help basketball injuries more than anything is if the game was called the way the rules are. But what happens is these players are running down court. They take five steps, four steps, whatever they want to take, and then leap into the air and get up about eight foot into the air with their head up there and come down crashing on people. That's causing injuries. They don't call traveling. They don't call three seconds. They don't call palming the ball. And, and it's just it, these guys couldn't play basketball. They wouldn't even be able to finish a game if they called it by the rule book. They'd all foul out before half. Uh, and I think that's what causes most of the injuries is on the rebounds. Sometimes on rebounds, you'll see three guys laying on the floor it, under the hoop. That, that's, uh, that's a lot to, to kind of just throw under the injury blanket. Uh, if, if you want to talk about the, the 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 NBA players being super athletes and flying around, and uh, the higher they go, the harder they fall. If you want to take that approach, yeah, sure. But there's a there's no, a big they're difference. They're not, not playing by the rules. They're, they're not playing. Well, well, Jerry, can I finish? They're playing hardcore. Jerry, rugby. Jerry, can you? Yes. You gonna st- you gonna stop and listen? Can I finish? Sure. Thank go you. ahead. Thank you. I didn't it's interrupt your show. you. Yeah. You. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> thank you. How they call the game 
traveling, palming, that don't got nothing to do with no damn injuries. If you want to make the or, or take the approach, and I said this a couple of breaks ago, they're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger. Yes, they're jumping higher. They're, they're, they're moving at speeds. They're cutting at speeds. This, this dude is the, is the prime example. And thank you, Jerry, for calling from Jacksonville. There's one man who's a prime example of, damn, you, you ain't built to do that. Not for an entire career. It's Derrick Rose. I have never seen a human being move like that on a basketball court. With his speed, his power, his quickness, his agility, his dexterity, how he would move and contort his body. I looked, I, I looked at it, and you look at highlights. Go, go look at Derrick Rose highlights from a decade ago. How he played was not going to be sustainable. And yeah, everybody's athleticism as you get older, it it dwindles. It's what makes watching LeBron fly around so much still kind of go, damn, what are you doing? Athleticism dwindles. Russell Westbrook still plays at times like he's shot out of a cannon. He doesn't look like the same dude he was when he was fresh out of UCLA. Athleticism dwindles, and he's still an athletic freak. And so when you look at somebody like Derrick Rose, prime example, folks aren't built to move like that. You can be quick. You can have handle. You can, you know, be a magician with the ball like an Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas was not moving like Derrick Rose. And, and that can be the only thing that I look at to say, damn, why we got all these injuries? You do. You now have seven footers who are moving around, lie, like, like a Joel Embiid. Every time I see him, I'm in shock. I'm like, this is a heavy, big dude. He moving around like that? Hakeem Olajuwon was moving around all over the court as a center. He, he was built like a, a, a whippet. He was running around. He wasn't carrying around weight. Is that where it is? Everybody has all the information and everybody has all the doctors and it's just everybody's a giant. People aren't supposed to go through these grinds. I mean, you look at the old NBA moved at a slower pace. And I've heard that from from plenty of people. These dudes are moving in a way that previous generations, they, they were not. And Shep, why, why do you think we have all these damn injuries, man? Jared, I, I, I really have to do a, a deeper dive into this um, to really give you a valid, legitimate answer. The, the thing I can think of is just uh, – I, it doesn't make any sense because we have more physios than ever before. We have more people on training staff than ever before. They, they sleep in hyperbaric chambers, for crying out loud, and we know the dividends that that pays out. So I can't give you I, – I, I don't know – I, I was – Jared, 20 years ago in the NBA, there were over 20 players – that played at least 82 games. There were five last year, and it seemed like none, by the way. That seemed like a reach, but they were, and it was led by like Mikel Bridges. Um, uh, Kevon Looney played 82 games as well. I, I don't know if it's just as simple as the speed of the game is so much more ferocious and taxing on the body, but I, I think that's too simple of an answer. 
Well, I think there's a difference between guys sitting out and then dudes being legitimately hurt. I'm not specifically talking about the the load management aspect of, hey, you just came back from injury, so we're just going to have you take it easy. There's a culture problem there, or at least there's a product issue. I'll say that because we do have all of the the information. And the game is not as as physical in, in that type of way where dudes are beating each other up in the paint and we got elbows flying on post moves and, you know, players are being obliterated coming off of screens and destroyed on the way into the lane. Like that, that's that's different. I don't know, but this this is true, though. The players are built different. Pace of play. Is, is it that simple, JR? Where 10 years ago, you and I both know this, if, if teams scored in excess of 100 points, that seemed like a lot. I mean, I, I wish you were on the air for this. I mean, you, you know what happened between uh, the Clippers and the Kings? I mean, is that unbelievable? Oh, the second highest Friday? scoring game in NBA history. Yeah. I mean, 175 points scored by the Clippers, and they lost the game. Yeah, there's no there's no resistance. That's why uh, when, when we have Damian Lillard, who is in one of the best scores you'll ever see in your life, and then you have Donovan Mitchell, Everybody's dropping 70-point games and 50-point games and 30-point games. It's a it's a different time. Everybody's getting 30 points like it's 20 points, you know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago. So game has changed. Uh, no matter what you think the reasons are, the players aren't built the same. It could be upstairs. It could be in their heart. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We got some MLB stuff when we come back.